HD Smartcast. You are listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Drama Down Under, a podcast where we're going to talk about one thing and one thing only: the vaginas. This very important part of the female anatomy is spoken about with a lot of sharam, with a lot of haya. But in this podcast, we're going to do away with exactly that. We're going to help you understand your vagina better through personal anecdotes and also biology and practical advice. I'm Meghna Kriplani, your host, and joining me in this exciting conversation is Dr. Nivedita Manokaran. Dr. Nivedita is a dermatologist and venerologist who currently lives in Sydney and works in sexual and reproductive medicine. You might also know her as Dr. Nini Antabus on Instagram, where she talks extensively about sex ed. Together, she and I are going to unfurl the drama down under for you. So, are you ready? Thank you, Dr. Nivedita, to be a part of this podcast. Thank you so much for having me today, Meghna. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know, in our conversations, we've spoken a lot about how people don't exactly talk a lot about, you know, their vaginas, how it's a very hush-hush topic. And so I thought if we're going to start a podcast about vaginas and we're going to have that conversation, why not start with the first thing that we notice about ourselves down under, which is yeah. pubic hair. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, the pubic hair, I feel there are two kinds of women in this world. There are ones who believe that it's best to not have anything down there. Mm-hmm. And then there are ones who like to, you know, grow their hair. And so on one end, you've got women with thin strips and triangle type pubic hair styles. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, you have something called fur oils, you know, which help yeah. you groom your pubic hair better. So what is your take yeah. on this sort of divide and debate about pubic hair? Should it be there? Shouldn't it be there? Look, I think pubic hair has its own purpose. It definitely does. And, you know, it takes care of the thinner area, the sensitive area that the vulval skin and the pubic skin is. And it also takes care as a barrier where we have the urethral opening and we also have the vaginal opening. And it kind of acts like a barrier. And hair Mm -hmm. actually in any part of your body kind of either keeps the warmth inside, Mm -hmm. like even in your axilla, you know, when you're sweating in underarms and things like that, the sweat actually makes you cooler. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it definitely does actually have a role. And even in the nose, you know, and ears, Mm -hmm. it prevents the dust other things from going inside so hair has a role but coming to the cosmetic side of things and visual side of things Mm -hmm. and what people actually like there and don't like there has changed over the years Mm -hmm. and you're absolutely right you know there are some people who make it like clean chicken skin clean but there are also some people who like to have it all and then in in between spectrum there are people who are doing thin strips and triangles but I would really like to say that it is a personal choice how much of hair you want to keep is a personal choice whether you want to do a bit of triangle whether you want to do zigzag or write your name on it's again a personal (laughs) choice it doesn't honestly (laughs) to me I feel it, that is a personal choice. But on saying that, I really want people to understand that, you know, having the pubic hair is not ugly. Yeah. That is something that I think that's something that is very important that people have to know. It's not like you have to remove your pubic hair. 
And if you have your pubic hair, it's seen as unhygienic or yeah. health, unhealthy or unsexy because there's a whole bunch of people who find it extremely sexy having pubic hair. Hmm. And uh, I would really want to say, you know, the models that, you know, people see in porn or the models that people actually look at, you know, hmm. like the hair removal companies, the ones that they model are not actually real life models. And in real life, honestly, there are so many people who find pubic hair sexy. So I, all I want to say is it's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. But if you plan on removing it or want it removed, just do it right and do it safe. You know, research on the best ways mm-hmm. and do it right. So we're talking about, you know, pubic hair and, and sex appeal. There's also this theory which many women swear by that sex is more pleasurable for them when they don't have pubic hair, when they're completely clean down there. Do you agree, can removing pubic hair make sex more pleasurable? No, I don't agree at all. And I think that's an absolute myth. I don't think pubic hair has anything to do with sex because Mm -hmm. I know for sure that there are a whole bunch of people who find pubic hair absolutely sexy Mm -hmm. and which has, uh, you know, which makes things more sexier than having it all clean down there. But on saying that, I think feeling more sexy or having more sexual pleasure has something to do with how you or your partner like it to be. It's it's yeah. how you would like to see it or like it to be. And especially, let's say it's all clean and your partner's all excited about mm-hmm. it and he loves it and he says more compliments, more nice things. It probably arouses you a little bit more rather than having hair there. And it, let's say that your partner is someone is, mm-hmm. who likes pubic hair who likes to have it bushy and he says oh god i really love this bait and then probably that makes you more sexy so, that so having that layer more... has nothing to do with pleasure zones or anything no like that. no no it okay. doesn't so it's it's personal preferences it's a personal preference and partner preference okay you know initially you also said something about how wherever you sweat there is some hair there including your pubic hair so yeah. one of the main concerns for women that we've spoken to has always been that if I remove pubic hair, then, you know, my vagina won't smell as bad. Okay, so the the smell is not because of the sweat. Mm -hmm. The smell is because of the bacteria that grows there because sweat is moisture and sweat is a good medium where bacteria can grow. So that is where your hygiene comes in place. So not everybody who sweat you know, immediately start smelling the smell that comes or the infections that come secondary to the sweaty areas is because of the hygiene. And I think that's where it comes. So when you're taking care of your pubic hair, let's just say, and if you're someone who whose thighs are rubbing and if it's irritating you Mm -hmm. between the thighs and you tend to sweat a lot in your pubic region and you're finding it unpleasant, you can always trim your hand down. There are fantastic trimmers that are Mm -hmm. available where you can actually trim trim it short and you don't really have to completely clean and clear if you actually want to have pubic hair but at the same time if you feel like let me just completely get rid of it that's fine but I think most things that people resort to like you know waxing or shaving hair removal creams down there are not actually ideal for down there especially when the hair comes out and you know it it actually hurts you more when those sharp little stubs come out and your thighs are rubbing you know it's actually not pleasant people put up with that face and then they go and try to clean it even more clean it even more and when they're short stubs and you shave it more you have razor cuts you have razor burns Mm. and then when 
things are coming out and you're doing it again, again, you have tiny, what we call it as folliculitis. You know, you get all these hair follicles infected and tiny mm-hmm. pustules around it so it's actually more complicated or or i think women or men who are shaving you know down there and taking getting rid of the pubic hair if you're not doing it right and not using the right means you are going through a lot of you know hazard just you know yeah maintain yeah the hair off down there so you'd rather go for something like trimming keeping it shorter so that you don't have those you know, short stubs, you don't cause folliculitis because you're not shaving, you're not irritating your skin because mm-hmm. you're not shaving. And you don't cause recurrent, like, you know, irritation yeah. can cause pigmentation as well, which can make it worse. So again, you're not doing that. So yeah, so there are different ways of actually doing it. And honestly, the smell is not because of the hair or the sweat. Mm-hmm. It's because of the bacteria that it grows. So if you're somebody yeah. who's actually has, let's say it's you sweat and it's a bit smelly by the end of the day, Obviously, I think you're somebody who has to have shower twice a day, mm. wear cotton underpants, mm. wear probably looser under, looser clothes, you know, by the evening you have a shower, looser clothes, just keep it more aerated. There are different ways to actually, you know, take care rather than, you know, take it all off. But if you want to, you can, but just do it right. So I'm glad we're talking about taking care of, you know, our vaginal health and taking care of pubic hair because like you said, for a lot of people, it's it's the entire thought process of getting rid of it is also hygienic. It's very unhygienic to have pubic hair down there. So what would you say pubic hair withstanding, notwithstanding is the right way to maintain hygiene down there? Look, I think pubic hair has nothing to do with hygiene. Uh, you know how some people like to have beard and some people don't yeah. like to have beard. Uh, and for some people, you know, having a mustache is a bit of a hassle. Na? When you're kissing, people don't yeah. like it. And so, <laughs> so it's like a mustache for your vagina. Yeah. And when, and for, you know, and when you're eating and when you're drinking, you know, mustache, it sticks here, it pours. <laughs> So people who are actually don't want to do it can come up with a hundred things, right? But at the same time, there are so many men who have mustache and beard and who groom it and who absolutely love it and, you know, things like that. So this is exactly like that. This has nothing to do with your hygiene. And because you have, you know, fluid down there, you have a discharge down there. And if you feel like it's mixing with your hair, like it's that long enough and you want to trim it a bit back, feel free to trim it back, keep it tidy. And, you know, you like I said, if you're a sweaty person, you have to have a shower anyway. Yeah, you have to take care of your body anyway, like, you know, like just to prevent the athlete's food or the, you know, fungus and the growing in the groin and stuff like that. That has nothing to do with the hair. If you're sweaty and if you keep up the heat and the moisture and anything, things are going to grow and you have to make sure you have a shower where, like I said, cotton underpants really Mm -hmm. make such a big difference in the pubic area. I mean, it's not some, I mean, it's not a business thing. I know there's such pretty lingerie and, you know, one. Once in a while and in the night is okay. But on a regular day-to-day basis, I feel like women should move towards the organic, um, you know, underwears or cotton. Let's just plain, simple cotton mm-hmm. underwears because they, they breathe so well. They absorb yeah. moisture so well and they're not a million bucks, you know. Yeah. And you can, can change. You can keep changing two to three in a day. You don't have to really wear mm-hmm. those silky satin, you know. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. So optimum so health loose granny panties are the way to go. I mean, you don't have to wear such a big high waist. So it's not an hygiene issue. It's it's not an odor issue. Then why is it that women want to get rid of their pubic hair 
so badly especially when it hurts and in there is legit discomfort because we are in the era of social media and and it's it's more a uh, cosmetic it's more mm-hmm. a appearance issue and it is more an issue of what you know it's not even for i think a lot of the time women don't even women or men don't even do it for themselves they do it for wanting to have sex or wanting to look sexy for someone else going through all that pain and waxing and ripped mm. off and looking like that for someone else it's not even for them yeah. because clearly you know you and i are saying after waxing that day when they wax that day they're going to see meet someone they're going to do whatever mm. that's great but then 3 days later when the stubs are coming out it's rubbing it's itchy mm. you know you have those yeah so women go through that as well so i have a feeling that they're not actually doing it for themselves but they're doing it for uh someone else and i feel like it is di- it's a million dollar business which is driven by right. you know um the social media and the you know the publicity and the social media kind of side of things so it's not really a hygienic thing or anything like that but on saying that if women really want to get rid of their hair hmm. and really don't want to have any hair at all the best because you've spoken a lot about this i'm going to give it give it away and i'm going to say the best way to actually get rid of all of that without all your stubs mm-hmm. and your you know folliculitis and stuff is actually having laser hair removal really i think that's the best way i mean it's expensive when you're doing mm-hmm. it but remember this the amount of products the amount of shaving the amount of creams the amount of waxing number yeah. trips everything you do in the lifespan of being a woman mm-hmm. it's absolutely worth it to spend for a laser mm. and use laser because you know the hair follicles are destroyed mm. from the base there's okay. no follicles and you know there's no stubs coming out and irritating and stuff you have to go to a good laser place because laser burn yeah. is again is a big complication mm. so you don't want to go to any dodgy cheap laser mm-hmm. so find a good laser clinic and laser hair removal for pubic hair i think is worth its bucks mm. um if you actually want to get rid of it you know rather than constantly going and waxing and shaving and hair removal creams is a definite no no yeah the pure area. chemical i mean there's nothing else but pure chemical that sort of dissolves the hair if i'm not wrong burns it in a way yes yes it is and the pubic area and i said like the vaginal area the scrotal area they are all very very thin skin they are very thin skin and they're so sensitive and actually they absorb chemicals much much more than what your face or hands will absorb you know hmm. so using those kind of chemicals and keep using it doing this like a chore is just horrendous yeah, yeah um, it, it's so, not something you do once and then get rid of it it's it's no, like a weekly no. activity or it's a bi-monthly activity now. i mean people think we naturally have high brows like this but to be honest the amount of work girls put on this out that's true <laughs> it's just phenomenal guys you know the amount of work so i'm thinking you know you don't want to spend every two weeks on pubic hair before you meet someone and i feel if you really want it smooth and clean and that's what you feel sexy for yourself mm-hmm. then yes go for it and laser removal i think works fantastic but are there any side effects of laser because you know that that would be a concern it is a concern for me that if i tomorrow go want to get a laser treatment for my bikini area uh mm-hmm. then are there any side effects that i need to be wary of see there are different kinds of fantastic lasers so what i'm trying to say i see a lot of people think because we're talking about laser beam mm. it may cause cancer mm. but there is no evidence that it is doing that mm-hmm. it's not true who what kind of laser are you using mm-hmm. what type of skin you have who's the specialist doing it everything matters because again you can have acute complications of laser you know you might mm-hmm. get burnt that okay. might cause some pigmentation mm-hmm. and once it is pigmented then you can't go and get the pigmented area lasered for a bit and i feel like our kind of skin 
yeah. with dark hair actually responds very well to laser hair okay. removal. You know, rather than, you know, blonde hair hmm. or rather than lighter and thinner hair, thick, mm-hmm. dark stubs, you know, respond very well to laser hair removal. So, yeah, so I would I would totally recommend that. So um, we've spoken about the best way to get rid of your pubic hair. But tell me one yeah. thing. What's the absolute worst way? I think it's the hair removal creams, okay. you know. Yeah, I definitely do not want to put chemical like creams and mm-hmm. creams that are really like, like you said, they literally smell like ammonia yeah. and it's like they're burning that hair off and, you know, like kind of shrinking it and mm-hmm. kind of destroying it. Yeah. And I don't want to, I wouldn't want to put something like that in the vulval area. because And I, think I that's, also don't want to know what would happen if a little bit of that cream actually goes inside, right? The vagina. Yeah, absolutely. It'll burn. It will burn and it can be a lot of people have like um, eczema and, you know, dermatitis and skin rash after doing this. Mm-hmm. And once it, this is kind of like a chemical burn. And once that happens repeatedly and you know how you have to wipe it off, you have to wipe yeah, it and yeah, wipe yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah. Repeated, you know, repeated rubbing on anything can mm-hmm. cause pigmentation and inflammation mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely... Hair removal creams, even if they say for your sensitive area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't buy that. <laughs> don't, don't fall into that. that trap. Don't. No, no. I, I would. Yeah. Don't buy that. I mean, if you really want to get rid of it, be smooth as whether it's underarms mm-hmm. or bikini guys. Go spend some money, get a laser done. It's gone. So um, in India, at least what I know for a fact is the most favorite way for many women to get rid of their pubic hair is go for a Brazilian or a bikini wax. Right. God, it's a rip-off, isn't it? It's, it's the most painful thing. Yeah, I and that to imagine taking off your underpants in front of a very judgmental parlor wali auntie who's who's actually judging you on the basis of how long your pubic hair is. I mean, that's yeah, also thing. Yeah, yeah, very bad. I, th- I think, I don't know, it's so embarrassing. And I also feel like, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like people can judge so many things. They can judge your color. They can judge your size. They can judge your whatever. <laughs> You know, and, and that's really, I mean, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. I mean, you can go and do it because even for laser, you might have to, you know, strip Obviously, off or do whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But what I'm trying to say is why so much pain? I mean, I know pain is a relative term and I know some people can tolerate it better mm-hmm. than others. But honestly, it's not a pleasant experience. And a lot of the times when I hear people say they feel like vaccine is feasible. I mean, I'm just going to say in terms of dollars, because I'm familiar with that at the moment, I've kind of lost touch with the, mm-hmm. you know, rupees costing. But to be honest, like people feel like, you know, using $10 or $15 for a bikini wax is cheaper Yeah. when compared to $80 for a laser sitting. No, same here. Ab- absolutely. Like, you know, what, like, think yeah, I think, so, so I think the cost. People yeah. are thinking, oh, you know, I can spend $15 this month, but of course I can't spend $80. Mm-hmm. But but you have to remember, it is like $80, even if it's $80 eight times, mm-hmm. but it is only eight times. The number of times yeah. you're going to spend this $15 is a lifetime, essentially. It will be a lifetime, yeah, and the pain. And you have to be on top of it. And, and also there's yeah. constant tugging and pulling, right? I mean, that is essentially the motion of vaccine. So yes. I, I'm sure it's going to also affect your skin, just like the hair removal creams. Absolutely. Absolutely. It affects your skin and it's a sensitive area. And again, even when you wax, the follicles are still alive underneath. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have the exact same hair come out of those hair follicles. Again, as short, mm-hmm. you know, those short stubs. Oh, God, I used to hate them. <laughs> uh, because they used to come and, you know, rub between, yeah. you know, your thigh, 
they itchy all the time yeah they're itchy all the time and then sometimes there will be like you know pustules or folliculitis mm. that are, that's coming through it and and it's also annoying how it can come through your underpants yeah. this little stuff and it's yeah. so yeah i find it extremely extremely annoying i don't know how people actually think that that's okay to do it so instead instead actually mm. what is better is if you have longer hair if you're having a little bit more longer hair than those stubs let's just say huh you know like how you were saying like you know like groomed or flat or whatever mm-hmm. that you want to do but like tidy use a clipper mm-hmm. because you get a lot of clippers and you have a lot of setting no 1 2 3 4 mm-hmm. whatever length mm-hmm. use the clipper keep it tidy if you want it you know tidied and moved away from the hole you can mm-hmm. trim it you know tidied around that area mm-hmm. and that is so much better because it's not you know prickly mm-hmm. it also is there if you feel like you want to have it and it doesn't come off you know come through the underpants it's so mm-hmm. it's not annoying Okay. But but yes. I'm sure shaving is much more worse than waxing. What do you think? Yeah. This is what I feel. I feel like they are all worse. <laughs> I feel like they are all worse. Anything that is rubbing your skin mm-hmm. over and over and removing the hair superficial, I feel like is worse. Is is not good. Mm-hmm. You know, and what is actually good like I said is use a trimmer so you're not mm-hmm. going and touching the skin and rubbing mm-hmm. it. You just need to trim the length of the hair mm-hmm. so that it's on a and length or looking tidy or whatever hmm. and the other thing i would definitely go for is laser because it's like a permanent thing and you know the whole process is done and it's hmm. all clean so one of the two will be my recommendation and my personal choice to be honest hmm. i would definitely not do any more of you know waxing or razors or hmm. hair removal cream nothing no so one very interesting thing that i've noticed now that we're talking about you know waxing also is that mm-hmm. a lot of pregnant women have seen them you know waddling into salons eight months pregnant trying to get a bikini wax because they say their doctors and nurses want them to be pubic hair free before why? childbirth why why that's exactly my question to you why <laughs> they don't have to be they don't why will they be pubic be pubic hair free when you're not poo free Mm-hmm. when you're getting pushing a baby through your vagina you could have poop coming through your bum mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. so that's the kind of you know situation the whole birth situation is and when you're actually pushing a baby in so much pain and mm-hmm. you know there's so much and no doctor should actually advise and say mm-hmm. keep your pubic clean for a delivery mm-hmm. i don't think it shouldn't be a thing but i think again lack of communication yeah. you know like i mean i'm not quite sure if people are actually asking the doctor or even if they ask the doctor the doctor shouldn't be saying this hmm. but if they're not saying this and if the women themselves might think i want everything to be clean for my baby you know well, maybe i don't, I want, I don't baby- want to be embarrassed in front of the doctor because they look at how long my pubic hair is because there's that stigma also right pubic hair is bad unhygienic what if the doctor uh, thinks i'm not clean possibly but i think honestly if you're a woman having a baby hmm. i don't think anything else can be more embarrassing like in the sense <laughs> like i told you your uh, you know like i said your legs are widespread you're probably screaming and squaring swearing and you know pulling things and you know whatever that is you're at your you're at your worst and people are seeing you at your worst and honestly nobody could <laughs> feel judged at that point and i feel like once you've gone through that you have no inhibition you can just jump on anything and show whatever to any examination <laughs> So then after that pubic back. hair is not only like is not going to be of a concern to you. No, I don't think so because it's already a very you know it's already a very drastic situation to be honest. 
<laughs> I think you're already embarrassing yourself too much. You're screaming, pushing, kicking. You know, you're doing all these things. I don't think anybody's caring about the pubic hair at that point. And the doctor wants to have your baby all safe and out. And like I told you, if you mm-hmm. haven't had an enema or if your bowels are not, you know, empty, you might yeah. actually even, you know, get a bit of poop and stuff like that. So it is a very... It can be a contaminated situation. It is a very, very, I mean, childbirth is not easy, you know. Hmm. Yeah. And definitely pubic hair should be the least of the concern at that okay. point. Honestly, both for the doctor and for the mother. mother. You know, I think the mother is trying to do everything her you know, best. And like you're right. She's probably thinking what the doctor is thinking. Hmm. I don't want my baby to come through this hair. Hmm. What if a hair is on high? You know, we always think hair is on But it's actually not. Just be yourself. If you're someone who always didn't like hair and you want to remove it, that's fine. If you're someone who always had hair and you don't mind, don't mind. Doesn't matter. So all in all, the pubic hair is there for a reason. Whether or not you want to remove it is your choice. Waxing, shaving and especially hair removal creams are horrible. Do not try for them. If you want, trim it or go for a laser hair removal. Yeah. Or possibly leave your pubic hair alone. Don't be in a hurry to mow the garden. No, no, you don't have to. You know, that's the thing. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to mow the garden for anyone else. And if you feel like you like your garden that way, like I told you, you know, you can trim it back. That's a bit easier. Or please go for, you know, laser hair removal. That's a bit pain free and a you know, in the long run, I feel like that's better. Okay. All right. Dr. Nevedata, thank you so much for this insightful conversation. I, for one, have learned a whole lot about Pleasure. what to do and what not to do because a lot of it was, frankly speaking, a surprise. There's so much misinformation out there, rather lack of education, like you rightly said. Yeah, absolutely. That's because, you know, again, these things are considered taboo and mm. who can you talk to when there's all these you know, factors to it. So once we untaboo a whole bunch of things and start actually talking about it, then I think we are also in a place to, you know, give the right advice, say the right things, all of that. Hmm. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to another episode of, you know, untabooing sexual and vaginal health with you. Absolutely. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.